Marseille against Lorient at the Orange Velodrome. It was absolutely packed, by the way. 57,000 in the Velodrome. Amazing tributes to Bernard Tappy. Here's what happened uh, once the action started. And Lorienté has the chance from the spot to put Lorient ahead here tonight at the Velodrome. And he takes it. The noise fades away as the ball crosses the line and Lorient have the lead. Conrad de la Fuente looking for Milik in the middle. Lays it back for Camera. Camera shot. Saved by Paul Nardi. Back to Genduzzi. Again looks to keep it alive and Camera will try again. And this time it is the equalising goal. It took a deflection on its way through. And uh, a bit of pressure pays off for the home team. Marseille get themselves a third corner of the second half. Ajax's delivery again. Doozy's header. Oh, it's gone in. A remarkable goal from Matteo Genduzzi against his former club. He can't resist a smile. Marseille have come from behind to lead here. Marseille can break again with Payet. Can they finish the game off here? Arkadiusz Milik has played in this time and Milik scores. That's why he wanted the ball before. He's a clinical finisher, Arkadiusz Milik. Ignored a couple of times by his teammates in the last few minutes. That time Payet played him in and Milik, after his long injury absence on his first start of the season tonight, he gets his first goal of the campaign and Marseille have the points. Kenduzi into the net it goes. Might not be Kenduzi's goal, but it's been quite an evening for him. And Lorient are well and truly beaten now. So, Andy, uh, in the end, a comfortable victory for, for Marseille. It wasn't looking like that in the first half. Uh, of course, when Loriente scored the, uh, the penalty, it was, it was looking a bit worrying. But San Paoli's charge is uh, too strong in the end. Yeah, it was looking like it was going to be um, like the, the last home game they had against Lens a few weeks ago when they also went behind a penalty early on, ended up falling 2-0 down, got back to 2-2 and then lost 3-2. On this occasion, they, um, they, 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 they got over that tricky start and then um, obviously they got the, the equalising goal before half time, and then they really powered on in the second half. And I, th- I thought Marseille were uh, obviously much more like themselves in terms of the way they played in, in, the, in the first few weeks of the season. Lots of big performances last night. I thought Matteo Guendouzi uh, was, was really... Really outstanding in midfield. Obviously, he got one goal and 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 made the the own goal at the end as well. Um, Payet coming back into the team played a big role, and and I think almost what stood out for me more than anything was Arkadiusz Milik because he did what a, a striker like him does, in that he was hardly in the game at all, and he was beginning to get frustrated at being ignored by teammates on a couple of occasions, and then he's played in. Uh, late in the game and a clinical finish makes it 3-1 and and, and it was game over and, and yeah Marseille looked uh, much better after a couple of defeats before the international break and it's a good result for them because they're the third in the table and um, of course the next game is against Paris Saint-Germain and, and, and after that they have a game in hand against Nice and if they were to win the two of them then suddenly if my maths are correct they'd be just four points behind PSG and they'd be looking once again like the most likely team to trouble PSG this season but let's not get ahead of ourselves it's 
It's uh, it's going to be a huge test against PSG next weekend. It's going to be tougher than than the test that Lorient gave them last night. Yeah, it is. It is. But when that velodrome is 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 bouncing and screaming like it was uh, last night, I mean, it's going to be some spectacle, isn't it, against Paris Saint Germain uh, next next Sunday? I I just uh, um, wanted to say I heard uh, Dimitri Payet talking in the mix zone afterwards, and uh, he was asked about that the last goal was it the last goal? No, the. Th- Third goal was Milik's the third or the yeah, fourth, Andy? Third yes, the third goal. The th- yeah, so so the, yeah, the goal he set up for for Milik, he had Pap Gay completely on his own to the left, and and Milik. It was a, probably a slightly harder pass because it was a straighter pass uh, through through for for Milik. And Payet said, "Well, I knew that Pap Gay had about an eleven percent chance of scoring if I passed him, and that Milik had a ninety five percent chance." Or he, he said something along those lines. But Robbie, that's massive um, for Marseille, isn't it? Payet playing so well, and if Milik starts scoring now. You know they they they're going to be a force. Yeah, absolutely. I think. Um, well, I don't know if they're going to be a force, but I think it's. I think Milik is is a, a missing piece of the puzzle. For, well, they for are go- they, Robbie. They are going to be a force. Why would you downplay that suggestion? Because we don't know who's going to be a force and what what can happen. I I I I think when every and we've said this and you just said it, Matt, that the velodrome is a fantastic place when everything's going well. But they, they, for me, they will still have ups and downs. And if a f- by a force you mean they're going to be able to close to within four points of PSG and, and cause PSG problems, you know, perhaps next week, yes. But over the course of a season, um, we'll have to wait and see. Perhaps they will be a force. Perhaps. <laughs> but, I'm not uh, saying, no, I'm not saying <laughs> they're going to push PSG for the title. But yeah, being a force again is being a top three team champions league you know i i I think but it's just for me the only thing is with marseille we've been we've they're so hard to to really back consistently long term we've been excited in the past we've been we get excited about them for little periods every season and they never manage to put it all together and that's that's why i'm saying look yes it's great to see marseille with fifty-seven thousand at the velodrome and and scoring freely and playing with with this amazing formation and playing with two number 10s really plus high wingers and an, and a real striker yes that's all great but we've seen it before if they can do it if they can go on with it fantastic i think andy mm-hmm. uh, robbie's not sensing the the energy that i'm sensing now is he i mean I, yeah, look, I, 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 and, I, yeah. and i'm not sure that under vs boas and garcia we 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 had that much excitement no. i mean I, th- I think it's you know it's more like bielsa Bielsa football we're watching at the moment. Yeah, no, it, it is. Um, and how I, did that end, Matt? It did, that didn't end well. Well, they, they, came, they, nearly, they nearly won the league. They were winter champions. But yeah, it didn't end well. Yeah. I, th- I, th- I think, I think um, the, the thing about Marseille that's, that's, that's pretty striking is that every game they play, and certainly every game that I've, I've seen them in this season, uh, it, it could go either way. It could go any way. And, and you know, the majority of the, the time this season, the games have gone their way. But you know, even last night. I mean, they they play a, a very unusual formation. We'd all agree. And and you know, broadly mm. speaking, when 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 on television, when they when they um, depicted, it, it's like a three 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 one, which was how they played under Bielsa. But it's not as simple as that. And that that in itself is a very odd way to line up. And for example, they get they are very exposed defensively in wide areas. You know, Luan Perez, the Brazilian defender, who's played more minutes than anybody else for Marseille this season is the left-sided centre-back, but ends up having to cover the whole left side of the pitch because they've got nobody mm-hmm. really in front of him. And yeah. uh, they were exposed last night by um, by Lorient's little number seven, um, Stefan Diara, who was a late call-up to the team. But, you know, you're talking about that's, that's Stefan Diara, with all respect to him. 
um, it's going to be a different story against PSG with whoever they have on the right-hand side of their attack. So, you know, the, the, every game Marseille plays could go any way and it is great to watch for a neutral. I think, you know, I said a few weeks ago, probably the last time I was on, that I thought that Marseille were the most likely team to um, push PSG to whatever extent they can over the course of the season. I'm not sure about that anymore. I think that there, there are other teams below them bubbling up like uh, Lyon, who we'll talk about later, who might be better placed to do that over the duration of the season. Marseille are extremely entertaining, and that's exactly what Jorge Sampaoli wants. He wants his team to play exciting attacking football. I don't know if that's going to turn them into, certainly not going to turn them into title challengers, I don't think. Um, it might get them into into top three position come the end of the season. And I suppose at the, at the end of the day, the Marseille fans will settle for that right now. I certainly agree that it's exciting and it's getting the fans behind the team again. And, and you know, the velodrome is... Um, is something else. I mean, I mean the the, the noise in that ground, the, the way in which it's built with the the, the roofs over the stands makes the, the noise reverberate in an incredible way. And on television, it sounds fantastic. In the stadium, um, it's really something else. And um, it is it is a real spectacle. But you know, it, it could end in 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 disaster for Marseille this season, but it could end in something pretty special. And that's what makes it great to watch. That's only the 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 Scott in you that says it could end in in disaster. I mean, come <laughs> on, they're 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 going great guns. And look, you know, Lorient had been solid, and they they'd so far this season. What they done? They they beaten Monaco. They drew mm. with Lyon. Uh, they I think there was another top team. They did well against Lille. Uh, they beat Lille, yes. Yeah, but, um, but, so, sorry but Marseille, sorry. but Marseille haven't been going great guns either. I mean, it's great no, that, that they've we, no, that was back, their first they've been win in a, four. Yeah, exactly. They've yeah. had a terrible month, really. Where uh, they and Lorient really hadn't, um, hadn't won an away game for exactly a year, so you know, put it into some context. <laughs> but it's great, Matt. It's great. <laughs> <laughs> It's great. I don't know. I, I don't know. I I I, I thought get Valentin Rangier wasn't too bad, and was, I haven't seen Rangier yeah. play for a long, long a time at that Rob. level. And I think that was very encouraging to see to see Rangier back, a good player. Yeah. And we haven't we haven't seen it at Marseille. Now he's taken Pap Gay's place. He's 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 looked good in recent yeah. weeks. And Rangier, yeah, last night was excellent. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, the other the the other results sort of affecting that sort of battle for the top three. I know things can change very, very quickly. Um, nice had the chance to go second, um, but they uh, they didn't take it. They lost 1-0 against Trois. Mama Balde getting a vital goal for Trois. Really disappointing result for Christophe Galtier's team. Um, and then Lens were playing Montpellier. I mentioned at, at the top of the pod, Tegi Savanier. I, I had the pleasure of commentating Montpellier against Lens. Savanier was just sensational just absolutely one of those performances that is just a pleasure uh, to watch Lance probably not at their best could, could have equalized but Steffi Mavadidi's goal um uh, separating the the two teams brilliant through ball from from Savanier and it was it, a, if you a bit watch- like Milik's goal wasn't it in well the pass from I think the pass from Savanier was even better than Payet's but it was a, a cool yeah, clinical was, finish from a, a, was, a striker running in behind doing what he has he, to do yeah, yeah, and also the quality of the pass meant he didn't need mm-hmm. to control it. It was yeah. just first touch, slotted it. And uh, Mavadidi played really well. Montpellier, that was their first win in five. And if they play like that, you know, they'll definitely be top half and potentially could could push for European places. But we know the competition is... is but it's, it's very, very tight, yeah, isn't it, tight, Matt? Yeah, I mean, it's tight. tight. Uh, there's like four points separating 
And once you get take Paris Saint-Germain out of the equation, it's, it's very tight at what would be the top. No, well, that's it. I was saying in, in the commentary, there were 13 places separating the two teams and you watch the first half and Montpellier just laid siege on, mm. on, on the Lens goal. So, you know, it's, it, we're at the stage where you win two or three games, you can go from 15th to, to 6th or 7th, you know, and, uh, and things change very quickly. But um, yeah, good, a very, very good weekend for Marseille. And we'll, we'll see their next 10 days. They've got uh, Lazio away, uh, PSG at home, uh, nice away so we'll we'll probably see maybe andy's uh it wasn't a prediction of, of disaster but saying there's no 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 i'm not, I'm not, I'm not. no maybe it will maybe it will maybe it will you never know you never know 